Hi, Car. Sorry, I'm trying to matching on her head. So I have like a claw clip in because my hair is super, super, super greasy, but I don't want to like, I don't know. I've been really into the claw clips lately. So my hair up too lately. Um, Not with like, let me see how big your your clip is. This is a little one. This is just a little one. Yeah. But usually I use like the bigger one. Yeah, I need to get a couple of bigger ones, but I've been putting my hair, my hair is really long right now, but I've been putting it up in a little um, like peacock as I used to do back in the day. I just had that, but I looked like a flamingo or something. I've been like putting it in the flamingo like style and then taking like two bobby pins like bam, bam. And it actually looks kind mm-hmm. of like a little updo. Love that idea. Mm-hmm. So real quick, before we get into today's episode, I just have to say something because I think you're going to be proud of me. Oh my God, I can't wait. I know. I'm like a real adult. Like, I don't know who I turned into in the last 24 hours, but here I am because I came home, got home around four, walked both the dogs, got inside. I ate a snack because I was starving because all I had for lunch was a dumb salad. Mm -hmm. Then I put laundry in and I folded the laundry in the dryer. Then wait, wait, there's more. Just so you know, it's only five, excuse me, anybody listening. It's only five 39. I showered and I shaved my legs. Who am I? (laughs) Are you an adult? (laughs) Honestly, I think so. Um, so it's super exciting. It's a, it's a super exciting moment for me today. I'm so proud of you. And here I am. Here I am ready. Um, yeah. Happy. Uh, I'm trying to find like the stopwatch. I found it. Happy uh, Tuesday. You know, we're on schedule this week. We didn't postpone to Wednesday for recording. Like we were we ready. Like, we were even like on a good time. I know. We're, we're ready this week. We hope that you guys are all ready for us. Yes, I really hope so. So this podcast is going to be a little different than our normal ones. I mean, what's normal? Because I feel like we just go off on tangents. But today we are actually going to stick to one topic. And it's the topic that I feel like the entire, at least United States of America has been talking about. Mm -hmm. It's on every news station, every social media platform, like it's everywhere. So we are going to be talking about the Gabby Petito case. And I feel like maybe we should like start this off by saying, you know, we do give our sincere, you know, condolences and thoughts to her family. Cause I could never imagine being a parent and having that happen. So, um, we are thinking of you as, you know, obviously the whole world is basically. Right. Right. And that. The family just needs answers. And hopefully I think that it's great that it is getting so much publicity. And the reason for that is like, they wouldn't have found the body if, you know, some girl, some blogger didn't go back and find her camera footage of the van. You know what I mean? So it's, it's great that everyone is talking about it because they're starting to piece together different things that been happening that no one knew. Um, and this also can like also show that, you know, with any case, like if you know any person that's missing or anything, like say something, if you know anything, say something, because like social media obviously is not always good, but for these types of things, it gives you so much information and it helps so much. So 
you know, if you know anything, like not even just with this case, but with any, like any missing person or any, anything that, that, you know, needs this type of work and this type of attention, like share it because who knows, who knows, who knows who's watching and listening. That's all. Who knows how helpful your information is. You might think something is so small, but Mm -hmm. You know, even just seeing them walking across the street at a certain time, at a certain day, right, could really help the investigation. So no matter how big or how small. You think 100%. So, I mean, I'm sure if you don't know what's going on, which you have to, because you don't listen to, if you don't, if you're not on social media, then you definitely won't be listening to our podcast. <laughs> but I do have a timeline real quick. So do you want to give a little background to who Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie are? Maybe yeah, we should start yes. off with that. Okay, let's start there. So Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie have been dating for quite a few years now. They're actually recently engaged. I have heard that they broke off the engagement for a little bit trying to figure that out, but they both quit their jobs and decided to go on a road trip. I think they were gone for five months or so. Mm-hmm. And we're just traveling across the country in their little minivan. And Gabby really wanted to become a blogger and posting videos on YouTube and social media. And that's where it all started. Great. So I have actually the dates here. I saw this on the news today. So they have a whole timeline. So on July 2nd, they left New York because actually they are both from New York. They're both from Long Island. Um, but they have recently been living with Brian's parents who are in Northport, Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Northport, Florida. Um, they've been living there, but they, they were from New York. So on July 2nd, they went, they left New York in this van. They were going on their road trip in July, on July 8th, they had did a road trip tour of Colorado and Utah. So then we jump all the way to, um, August 12th. This August 12th was when they were pulled over by the police because so I actually listened to to the 911 to the body, the body footage, body cam footage. And so what what they're saying is supposedly somebody had called in at like called 911 and said he witnessed something. Right. So they described the car van and then. They, um, the cops that pulled them over, what really led the cops to pull them over was they crossed the double yellow line and then he hit a curb. So then the cops put on their lights and then they pulled them over. We'll get more into that, but that happened on August 12th. They were questioned on August 24th. It says they leave. She leaves the Salt Lake city hotel on August 25th. Um, was the final call to the family. And August 30th was the final text that Abby, Gabby sent to her mother. September 19th, the body was found and we just received, oh, I'm sorry. In the middle of that September 1st, yes. September 1st, fiance returns home. So Brian was home. Um, September 11th, she was reported missing. And then September 19th, the body was found. And today is um, September 21st. And they had just declared that on CNN, it said autopsy confirms remains found in Wyoming are Gabby Petito's, FBI says. So that's just kind of the timeline of, you know, where everything started. Mm-hmm. So there were text messages between her and her mother. Like I text my mom all the time, right? Like my mom knows 
what my texts look like. Just like your mom, like they're different. They're not just basic. Well, um, she texted her mom and she said like no service in Yosemite. And her mom was like, that's not like her. Like she wouldn't just text that. And then she also texted her mom, which they don't think it was actually her. They, she texted her mom and said, um, can you talk to Stan? He keeps leaving me voicemails and messages. So when she said Stan, she's referring to her grandfather. She's never called him that ever. So, um, also, a she, stupid mistake on his part. Right, right. Like, um, so yeah. So mom was like, that's not her. Right. Like, did you, what? Did you get my text? <laughs> okay. Okay. okay BRB, just pause the recording. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm just moving because I'm uncomfy. So we're back. Sorry, I had to take a quick break. But so what I was saying was that, you know, whoever was texting mom these different things and, you know, the mom's like, that's not her. That's not my daughter. I know how she texts and that's not her. Right. So that definitely sparked, you know, something in her to say, okay, like what's going on? Because I know that this isn't Gabby. Right. Um, so let's see. My notes are like kind of all over the place. Do you have anything to add to that? Um, no, but just to kind of go back to the 911. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know. I, I don't really know wh- where we're going with this, but I think we should just like, should just go for it and talk about it but that's exactly what we're gonna do um so I originally watched the full hour body cam okay of the traffic stop and I was like okay this is you know pretty standard Mm -hmm. I can see how things like turned out the way that it did but what bothers me the most now is I listened to the 911 call that released And they specifically said in the 911 call, he is slapping her and he is hitting her. And not once in the body cam footage was that brought up. Like the the 911 call in general wasn't brought up. Which that's where I'm like, what the heck is that? So on the body cam footage, you see the police you know they they pulled the car over and I I have to say I didn't watch it but I did listen to it so you know they they pull the car over they get out and um the cop is talking to them Gabby is very very visibly upset she's crying the cop is asked you know why do you why are you crying and she says you know I just have OCD and and he knows I have OCD and what I got from that was that his feet were dirty and he got in the car. She didn't like that. I mean, if you're, if anybody's aware of what OCD is, like that's something serious and you need to take right. it serious. Right. So if that's something that, you know, triggers her, or bothers her, don't do it. You've been dating right. her for years. I think you would know what's going to bother her. Right. So she had 
told the cops that she was, um, that it was her fault. Essentially. That's what all she kept saying. Her fault, right? My fault. It was, she was hitting him. What was weird was like, he wouldn't let her back in the car and he put her backpack on the back of the van. And that makes no sense to me because if you're trying to help her, why are you locking her out? Right. Like, you know, that makes absolutely no sense. So at the end and something that really was confusing to me was he, so he hit the curb, right? Right. I'm assuming, I don't know if he hit the curb on the right, but I'm assuming, I mean, on the left, but I'm assuming I'm just thinking of a two-way road, right? right? You're always going to be driving with the curb farthest from you. Right. You know what I mean? So when he, so in my mind, I'm thinking that, cause he said, the cop said, why did you hit the curb? Mm-hmm. He said, she, she, I, she hit my arm or she grabbed the wheel or something. Yeah. Here's my thing. If she hit his arm, the wheel would go the other way. Right. It wouldn't go towards the curb unless right. he was driving on the wrong side of the road, which I don't think. So that was really confusing to me because I was like, if she hit his arm, like, like she's saying, cause she said he hit his arm. He said she grabbed the wheel. The wheel would go the other way. It would not go towards the curb. So that I was like, that's kind of confusing. Well, um, he was saying that she was grabbing the wheel, but, yeah. and she was upfront about everything. She's like, I hit him. I did this. I did that. And when, the, when they asked her, you know, did he said, or did you take the wheel? She said, no, I never touched the wheel. I never. Yeah. She said, I never touched the wheel. And so now they were getting conflicting stories. Okay. Well, he said that you touched the wheel. You're saying, you know, why would she lie about that? If she's already admitting to hitting him and this stuff, you know, in my opinion, what I think happened was they probably rehearsed something before the cop, like, Mm. you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Obviously that's not set in stone. That's just what I think in my brain. Um, but so they ended up separating them for the night. He went to a motel or something. She stayed in the van. Right. Um, this was just not even the start. I, from what I've read and what I've gathered, they've been, you know, tense with each other and things have been right. tense. Now we have all lived through a pandemic. We've lived with our significant others, family in the same household. We get it. It could be you know, really frustrating and we do get angry at each other, right? Like you definitely get in fights and and you're, you're locked into this one space, but that doesn't mean that any form of domestic violence is okay. There's ways to solve things that don't involve that type of violence. But so, you know, that happened. And then it seemed that like ever since that instance with the police is when things really started spiraling and unwinding. Right. Um, but what's interesting is, I don't know if you saw this one or if I sent this article to you, is that a few days after that in- instance, I think like the, the last week of August, the 24th or the 25th or something, they were both spotted at a local store. And the owner of the store was like, they looked so happy. They looked like, you know, they were enjoying themselves. They were having a great time. She even commented and said, like, as Gabby was walking out the store, she looked back and she and she was like, we're engaged, by the way, like super mm-hmm. excited, super happy. So right. it's like 
they were probably bad. They were good. Then they were bad again. And you're just seeing like a roller coaster ride from even before their trip. Right. And, you know, they're young. They're going on this adventure, this life changing thing. You know, you're obviously going to have different feelings come up that you've never experienced before. And that's okay. You know, any life changing event, like you're going to feel different types of things. Um, so let's say, let's see. So kind of moving on. Um, I know that you don't have TikTok, but, uh, I know that it, this has even been on the news. This isn't just on TikTok. There is a TikToker. Her name is Miranda Baker. Have you seen this video? Is it the one about the Instagram? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. So Miranda Baker and her boyfriend were actually doing the same type of thing. They're driving cross country. They see, yes, they see this, this, this Mm -hmm. guy, he has Florida plates. They're like, Oh, cool. He asks for a ride. He says, I'm going to Jackson. They go, Oh, we're going to Jackson too. Come on. Like we'll give you a ride. Right. He offers them $200, which is weird because apparently he had no money. So because he told the police, I don't have a money money to go to a hotel. Right. So that's weird. You're going to offer them two hundred dollars right. to drive you to Jackson, but you didn't have money for a motel. So anyways, um, you know, they're driving and a few minutes later, like she was just talking like, you know, talking about whatever, making small talk. And and he had uh, said it, my, my, I came out here with my fiance, but she wasn't obviously with him. Right. And then all of a sudden he like got agitated and was like, I need to get out now. And she was like, okay, but like, we're going to Jackson. He's like, you need to drop me off now. I'll hitch, I'll hitchhike a ride. So I'm wondering if I don't know where Jackson is. I don't honestly, like, if you ask me about national parks, don't, I, I don't know anything and to be honest. I don't know anything past the East coast. So in my mind, I'm just, I'm just thinking, whatever. I don't know where Jackson is. I don't even know where the the park was that they were at, but I'm wondering if she was going a certain way to Jackson that maybe she would, they would drive past something that he didn't want them to see or something, because why would you randomly flip out like that? If you're going to the place you want to go to for free. Right. Or maybe he like realized he forgot something or like maybe this was right after disposing of her doing whatever and maybe he like freaked out and he was like oh crap maybe I left this or maybe I left this piece of evidence I need to go back or something where he needed to go I don't know right it's like this is the this is the thing it's that there's so many questions that are unanswered right like they found her I wish that they found her alive and well, you know, well, as well as she could be. Unfortunately, those were not the circumstances, but with, I I really feel like with the help of everybody sending in videos, photos, anything they have has truly helped the police, like, and detectives, FBI, everybody get to where they need to get to. So, you know, piggybacking off of that, there was another video that somebody had took, like, there was like a YouTube video or something. Um, took a video of the van and in the video, it looked like the door had shut suddenly. Did you see this video? No. Okay. It looked like the door had shut suddenly. And there were also reports of maybe sandals and a book being on the ground. Oh, so, 
yeah. So people were like, well, that's weird. Why would the van shut like that? Like, why would like, that's like somebody's driving by. Why are you shutting, excuse me, the van like that? Right. Um, so I'm sure that that, you know, also helped, um, you know, figure out where maybe they were, if there's any landmarks, like it's so hard when you're, when you're talking about traveling in these national parks, because it's not like you can say, you know, it's not like you're going to Disney world and you can say they were by the princess's castle. Like you don't know where, where they could be. Like who knows the last place they could be. They were hiking. Right. And that's why it's like GPS trackers, all that is so important to have on because you just, you just never know. Um, I mean, even like, aren't they able to, I mean, obviously they found her, unfortunately, and, you know, the the way that she was found. Yeah. in the state that she was found, but like, obviously her cell phone was on at some point and then they turned it off. Right. But aren't they able to ping to like the last location that the cell phone was like, I don't know. I watch so many crime shows. How is that not a thing? That's what I thought too. And I wanted to deep dive into this the other day because I'm like, you know what? Like, how do you not look at the last place? But I'm wondering if when a phone shuts off, if you can't. Right. Like, no. Like I know right now, I'm sure that they could see where I exactly where I am. My phone's on, you know, my Wi-Fi's on everything. I even have my location on. Like that's yeah. what, but I wonder if when you turn a phone off, because like I know, so I have one of my best friends' locations on mm-hmm. all the time and I always catch her in lies. Well, not always, but sometimes I'll be like, Where are you? And she'll lie to me. I'll be like, I know you're not. I just looked at your location. Um, But if her phone's off, it won't show. Mm. It will say no location found. So, you know, is, could that be a reason why, you know? I mean, but also like she posted on social media and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Well, they are saying, so not they, like the public social media is saying they don't think that her last post was her. But. Um, they could still determine where that post right. was. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, even like in my work that I do, like if someone does something because I work in the tech world, like mm-hmm. I can find, I can see their IP address and like where they right. are and where they're doing whatever they are that they're doing. Like I would assume that something like Instagram or YouTube has the same features. But now obviously I'm not in the law enforcement world, but do you need a warrant for that? True. So I'm wondering if, yes, they could, but it takes time to get a warrant. Like if that doesn't happen overnight, like I think the judge needs to sign it. Like, I think it's a whole process. So, I mean, we're missing one of the major things here that he's still missing. Like, like they didn't have a warrant to have him. All right. So, and we're so going to get to that, but I have to talk about something that I found so interesting. Another TikTok thing. I'm telling you, like this has consumed my life. I just read articles. I watch videos. I'm like, I just want to know what's happening. So and I have to say, I'm a little creeped out. Like sometimes I'll see something and I'm like, like, it doesn't sit well. You know what I mean? It's like, like, I don't know. So there was a girl on TikTok and she had posted a video the other day and, um, you know, Gabby and Brian like to read a lot. Mm -hmm. They read, they read all types of different books, but 
There was one book in particular that this girl on TikTok was talking about. And I think the name is Lullaby. And I think that's the book's name. Don't quote me on it. Um, but it's a book about this, this guy that goes on a trip with a girl, but then he like kills his girlfriend, but then kills her. And then he, but he goes off with her. So like, he's never found again because his plan was to get them both to leave, like to go away. Got it. So this, this girl on TikTok was saying, I wonder if he is acting like the main character in this book, if he's pretending or in his mind, he is that main character. And, you know, in a whole like psych world and dissociating that it could make sense. You know what I mean? Like when you're dissociating and you're not yourself, you could be anybody you want to be. I've heard a lot of stories like that. I mean, I watch a lot of crime shows and a lot of them do like take on the persona of a movie that they watch or a book that they read and they aspire to be them or whatever. So, you know, that's just, that's like a whole nother thing. Like I said, there's so many theories and there's so many, like people are always going to put their opinions in here and what they think happened. Unfortunately, you can never go on what you think. It has to be what happened is what happened. Um, Because, you know, at the end of the day, thinking, thinking is only, can only go so far. Right. Um, so as of today, it is now 6.04, September 21st, 2021. He is nowhere to be found. Um, so what happened was he had left on, or he got home September 1st, apparently. The van was in the driveway. He got home September 1st. Mm-hmm. September 11th, she was reported missing. So basically what I gathered from that was he's in home this entire time. From September 1st to September 11th, he was there. 10 mm-hmm. days, he was home. Now she's reported missing. Now, they had claimed him as a person of interest. But the weird thing about this whole thing is... They hired a lawyer already. Um, There was a lawyer for Brian and they weren't taking statements and the lawyer was speaking for them. Mm -hmm. I just find that weird because why are you getting a lawyer right away? Right. Like I find that very, very strange. So, you know, they, they do this. She's reported missing. They won't speak to police. Um, They won't let the police in the house. They don't want any questions asked. All of a sudden, last Friday, on the 17th, Brian Laundrie's parents say that he has been missing since Tuesday, which was September 14th. They thought that he went to the Carlton Reserve in Florida because that's where he said they were going or that he, he said he was going. Now, he drove his car apparently to the to the Carlton Reserve or whatever it's called. A note was left on the car. Um, I think, I forget by who, but the note was left on the car. Apparently the parents went to go pick up the car and drive it home. Mm -hmm. If you know he's somewhere in the Carlton Reserve, why wouldn't you leave it? Don't you want him to go home? That's weird. And then um, as soon as they had found Gabby's body, they had declared Brian Laundry's house a crime scene. They got the warrants. They went in there. They searched. They searched the van. They towed the car. They had the parents leave the house so they could search. 
following this search and they took a ton of stuff out following the search, they went to the sister's house. They went to Brian Laundrie's sister's house to conduct a search there. Um, not sure what had come of that, if anything, but I know that the last thing that I heard was that, um, they did, you know, go into the sister's house as well. Hmm. So a lot of questions, a lot. Um, and the sister put out a statement that she was very close to Gabby and right. like a sister to her. Right. And the sister has kids and the kids right. are so close with her. And that just doesn't sit well with me. Like it doesn't sit well with me either. And here's, and I, so Nancy Grace, that's her name, right? Cause I love, I love her. Nancy yes. I always want to say Nancy Drew. I mean, basically the same. Basically. Thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I sent you an article the other day that, that Nancy Drew put out, Nancy Drew, Nancy Grace <laughs> put out. And she had said like, do we really, have we ever really known where he is? Like, do we really think he's in Florida? Because, and the way she put it really made sense because he was apparently home on September 1st. So you're saying from September 1st to September 14th, nobody saw him leave the house? Right, people were protesting outside his house and he somehow left, got away. You're telling me nobody in that neighborhood has ring cameras? And followed him to the the reserve or wherever he went. Like, how would that not happen? Right. Like that's, and that's where I'm like, was he ever really home? Was he ever really in that Florida home? Because if it's just word from his parents, that doesn't mean anything. That's his parents are obviously on his side. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I just find it weird that if you are leaving and you're so well known, obviously now in the media and everything, how do you get out? How do you get out? I mean, people were literally protesting outside right. of his house. And I would assume that if people are protesting outside of your house and you leave and go to a park or wherever he went, no one's going to follow you. No one's going to like, I don't know. We know how like social media and paparazzi and things work. Like someone's right. going to want to snap a photo of him and send it to the media. And I don't it's, know. How do you see that? Especially if people know where the house is. I mean, right. come on, they put it on the news. You know where the house is. Like, and word of right. mouth, I'm sure that people found out. So how are you going to escape your home with everybody watching. That's why, that's where I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't know, like truly. And I think personally, if somebody is, and obviously they don't know, you can't say 100%, but what we all believe is, you know, he did something. Right. Um, it's, it's just kind of scary that somebody's just walking around and, they haven't found him yet. Um, I mean, for yeah. all we know, his parents set everyone off track and he's mm-hmm. in Mexico. Right. Well, like, did you hear this Instagram thing? Hmm. Okay. So if this is another like TikTok thing, people were saying that apparently he went live on his Instagram for like three seconds and it was of water. Like it was of the ocean water. When? No one recorded it. 
that's what I mean. So I, that's what I'm like really weirded out about is like nobody. But then that that. just goes back to if that did happen, I mean, technology is so, so many things with technology that I'm sure the police can get a warrant and say like, where was the last location of that message or that Snapchat or that Instagram or whatever. And that's where like, this like makes me mad that people make up fake accounts for what? Why? I feel like that should be a crime. That should be a crime. Impersonating somebody. Right. It's serious. Like it's not, it's not a joke and you're throwing them off. So why even do that? Like, so I know that there are people out there. Like I even know that sadly people have made GoFundMe pages that aren't real. Um, There is a GoFundMe page for her family for traveling and stuff. Um, But people have made like fake ones, which I don't know how you even have the decency Right. It's like you like it's already such a horrible time for this family and already so many people are clearly involved and you just want to make it worse. Like you're just I just right. So that that really makes me angry. But um yeah, so at the end of the day, it's like one, you can't hide forever. So and that's not a way to live your life. So you're gonna come out one way or another. I mean, somebody's going to spot you. Somebody's going to see you wherever you are. But why live your life like that? Like, come forward. Like, it's out in the open. Like, right. At this point, it is what it is. You know, you can't hide forever. I mean, I guess you could try, but what are you going to do? You have no job. You have no savings. You have no money. Right. Like, like you have to eat at some point you have to. And if you're driving, you have to get gas at some point. That's what I think about. But now you need a fake ID. Everyone knows your name. Like you can't. And everyone knows what you look like by now. Right. You know, it's just, it's, it's so crazy. And you know, I, I did read something and they were saying how like sometimes these types of people are hard to find because they do know how to survive in the wilderness. That's true. And that is true. If you know how to survive in the wilderness, you can do it. Right. But it, for that's how long? Gonna, for how long? It's not going to last forever. Right. Um, and I don't know. You know, I hope that they, you know, her family gets like the justice that they deserve and and justice for her because that's terrible. And like I said, I would never want to be a parent or anybody in that type of yeah. position. Yeah, I think the autopsy will tell us a lot. You know, I, I'm excited is not the right word, but I mean, I'm sure the family is really looking for that closure of like, what, right. what happened? When did this happen? What happened? So, if I'm correct, let me just double check. Cause I hate when I say things and they're not right. Um, it says, okay. Uh, hold on. The FBI tweeted that Teton County coroner, Dr. Brent blue ruled the death of homicide in his preliminary findings. Oh, so they said that uh, the cause of death remains pending final autopsy results. So they can't say um, what it is yet, but they can say that it was it 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 was a homicide. Jeez. Um, Yeah. So it says, you know, they're they're really trying to find him. I know that they shut down. Carl Carlton Reserve. I know, you know, they did do that, but who knows if he's even there? 
Right. Exactly. Like, okay, his car was there, but I want to know who saw him go there besides his parents saying that's where he went and that's where his car is. I'm an eyewitness to this. His parents are covering for him or whatever. Um, They've been since day one, which like, I get it. It's your son, you know, you gave birth to him, but also it's your job as a parent to have to instill morals in your children. And you're not doing your job by letting them get away with murder. And I also saw, read that um, Brian didn't necessarily get along with Gabby's family either. Um, So, you know, that also is, who knows? Like maybe the parents are like, well, they didn't get along. Like, I'm not going to help you. You know what I mean? It's like, I just don't understand how as a parent, like, you, the girl lived with you. Like what, like, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not there. So I can't, I can't speak. I can only speak on what I see on the news. It's crazy because yeah, you know, some people have come out and said like different things about him or their relationship, but it's not anything that's alarming. It's not like anyone has come out and said, oh, I've seen him be physically abusive towards her. Or it's just little tiny things like they would argue about this. He was a little bit controlling, didn't want her to go out with her friends. And that's also alarming. And that also, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of speaks to like reevaluating and trusting your gut and seeing if, you know, where you are or if you see something you don't like speaking up for your friends and being there. And even if even if your friends like this, this really ties into like a good like wrapping up. for this episode and it's like even if your friend if you notice something and your friends don't want to hear it and they get mad at you it doesn't matter because at the end of the day if you're helping save them from a really potentially bad situation that's all that matters right it doesn't matter if they're they want to be your friend at the end of the day like what you did is you spoke up you were there for them and what they do till then you know that's out of your control but at least you did what you needed to do exactly it goes along with the overall theme of like you see something you say something if it's a good friend of yours and you something something little like just say it just speak up and you know if if one of your friends or family member or even you are in some type of domestic violence situation like try your best to to get that help and to speak to somebody there is there's there's a lot of options and um you know, in our notes, we will put the domestic violence hotline and the suicide hotline for anybody that may need it. Um, so if you want to refer back to our notes after this episode, you can see those. But, um, you know, there are options for you to get help. And but the first step is always like admitting that you need help. Yeah. Yeah. And we as a society, and I think we're getting better at it, but we really need to I don't want to say normalize because I don't think that's the proper word, but like realize that mental health issues are there and they're real and we need to take care of them because if we're not, then it could go downhill so fast. Right. And in Gabby's case, it's also not an excuse to take BS from your significant other. You know, if you have some sort of disorder or you have OCD, that doesn't mean that your significant other can treat you poorly because of something that you're dealing with. Right. That's, 
it's not who you are. It's just, you know, a simple, tiny little baby part of you, but that doesn't make it who you are. And I don't think anybody should ever be ashamed of how they're feeling and, and how the state of their mental health, because it happens. I mean, life happens, especially right now. And we're still in a pandemic, like lives have been changed. So there's not, there's absolutely nothing wrong with, you know, feeling a certain type of way or, or, you know, feeling whatever, having whatever go on. I think it's all okay. So at the end of the day, the big message I think we're trying to get across is it's okay to not be okay. And to also, you know, if you need help or you notice somebody needs help, a friend, a family member, a coworker, you know, reach out and say something because sometimes people just need that little kick to uh, get the help that they need. Yes. Got to take care of yourself, your mental health, just like you exercise and take care of your body. You have to take care of your brain too. That's the most important part of your body is your brain controls everything. So if your brain, you're, you're not healthy in your brain, then your body's not going to be too healthy either. But I'm no psychologist. I'm just a 28 year old girl. (laughs) But it's true. Regardless, it's true. It is true. So, you know, by the time this podcast comes out, I'm sure there'll be much more information. Um, So, you know, we're just giving basically our opinions, what we think and the facts that have been out since um, as of this recording. But um, we'll follow up next week. I'm sure we'll learn a lot more. But on a totally unrelated note, our girl Brittany got her Instagram back. So yes, she did. And she was dancing like a queen yesterday. And we love it for her. So you go, Brett. Love it. But, well, it was so great talking to you. And um, we'll continue to talk about this because we've been texting about it every single day since last week. Yes, it is definitely an ongoing story. And I'm excited Mm -hmm. to hopefully close it up and hopefully we'll have some answers next week. Definitely. All right, guys. See you next week, friends. Bye.